This is our league, and this is your league. From the 55-yard line on CFL America Radio and the Sports History Network. This is the true story of one season in the life of a professional football team. It's about the 1985 Tampa Bay Bandits of the United States Football League and about the remarkable man who created them. It's also a story about a nation's traditions and rituals, a story about America's heroes. when we see these young men at this table. I'll tell you something, you young men. It'll go by so fast you won't even know it. There are so many people in this world that face each day with such bravery and with their head held high walk up to us and give us something and don't take so you've got to do it now you've got to do it now and when the coach makes that speech that everybody thinks is so silly and says this could be the last football game you'll ever play in your life play it like it's the last football game you ever played in your life I figure, you know what I figure? No. I figure the best scouting that you can do is to talk to guys on your own team who played at college with the guys you're looking at. Forget the damn computer. Forget all the bullshit when all those NFL scouts decide what they want. And they all say the same thing because they're all protecting their ass and they're protecting their jobs. The best thing that I can do as an owner is to talk to you who went to Tennessee to find about guys you and screw all the rest of those assholes. Nobody in life does well unless they're a winner. You gotta be a damn winner. Here's the winning. Toast to that. Toast to winning. I just wanna make a toast. 
I want to make a toast. Go ahead, Peacock. This is beyond, this is all bullshit aside. I just want to a long I want to make a toast. I want to make a toast to John Bassett. To a long and healthy life. And his illness and all the things wrong with him right now come to an end. And he lives about 100 more years with the rest of us. And we can play football with him forever. To you, John. Like a lot of people, I always wanted to be a professional football player. But after a knee injury in college, I had to find myself another career. Oh, shit. Then I met John Bassett and became a part owner of the Tampa Bay Bandits of the USFL. Back in 1985, there was nothing like bandit ball. All right, let's everybody bring it on up. Bring it on up here in the middle. Come on in, grab a hand. Uh, I'll be done, man. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day every day of bread, and give us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not temptations, deliver us from evil, and the kingdom, power and glory, forever and Amen. All right, let's put it in here, everybody. Come on, baby. Come on, come on. We play 60 minutes of what? about who was running the show. Mr. John F. Bassett, the P.T. Barnum of the Bandits. Don't get me wrong, I loved this team, and I had a real stake in how they did. But John did just about everything for the Bandits, with block and tackle. When I created something with the Tampa Bay Bandits, I created the Tampa Bay Bandits, and to this point, it's worked. I mean, I named the team, I picked the stadium, got the investors, named the team, picked the colors, hired the coach, got us... You know, the, the players. Then, I mean, I put the package, I published the book. You know, now whether people like the book or not. There's a football tradition of giving game balls to the guys who played the best. Gary Anderson's going to get it. Okay, Gary. But one time the bandits put a little spin on that old ritual. A special game ball for the owner who's been sick a little bit lately. Glad to have him with us, John. Yeah. All right. All right. One o'clock tomorrow. One o'clock over there. The whole team knew that John was sick. 
but no one knew what was wrong with him. So in that 85 season, there'd be something else to worry about besides winning and losing. <laughs> You just can't take out two or three pieces of paper and write down what the game plan is. That's, you know, it's, it's the unknown that is the, the, the scary factor. Scary is probably not the right word, but it's the unknown. But this is getting ahead of the story. If we go back to the start of the 85 season, it seemed like any other. We had ourselves a hell of a team, and we thought we had a chance to win it all. And John, well, John was his usual fiery self. Determined to run the bandits just a little bit differently than your typical team owner. America's right to have something done properly. America's sick and tired of overpaid, drugged up fucking athletes and, and, and $20 tickets to go to sporting events and union hassles and what have you. Why do you think television ratings are off? Why do you think people don't go anymore? They're sick of it. Okay, real quickly here, Neil. Let's play hard, play full speed. Remember, you're going against your teammates. The first order of business in any football season is cutting down the roster. There were 90 guys in trading camp, and only 45 would get to call themselves bandits. The others would be waived, and for many of them, it would be a rude awakening. For some, the end of a lifelong dream. Think this group up? Yeah. We got six and go on the wire. Well, as I understand it, the total active roster is going to be 45. There were eight bandit coaches, and every day after practice, they'd get together and talk about who looked good and who they'd seen enough of. It was a little tense in there, because the coaches knew that careers were hanging in the balance. Who's another inside you think has made the team? Office has made the ball club? Right now, he's. I got to go with him. How about McAllister? Where's he at? In this right, list. Now. There's no difference between those two? Not very little. They'll both knock the shit out of you. But Tony may not last the whole year. It's a red ass world. Don't you ever remember it? Don't you ever remember it? Bandit's head coach was Steve Spurrier, the only Florida Gator to win the Heisman Trophy. Steve was the son of a preacher, but his chapel was the gridiron. Here's what I tell him. Uh, I said, fellas, first of all, if you're a good player, play hard, keep your nose clean, give good effort. I said, there's a chance you can, you can continue making a living out of football, which is a, a pretty good life for most of us. All you need to do is get one of those real jobs sometime to realize how good we had. Please, print draw weak, Z motion, twin, print draw weak. Hey, we down in here, it's 
Football practice may seem like drudgery, but when you're trying to make a ball club, one screw-up can mean curtains. How can we run double Sally when we're in base? Hey, listen, have we ever run double Sally blitz in base defense? No, but what I'm saying, wait a minute, have we? No, haven't. No, we haven't. Okay, then we shouldn't ever call it. We've got X amount of players. We know their limitations by now. We don't, we're not doing our job. We're looking for hungry, physical guys. Trying to be objective, I don't see that the guy accomplishes a damn thing. I think you could go out on the street and get a guy and line him up. But I'll tell you what, what Joe Average college player, he's like my ass. He's just a tough, hard-nosed son. No, who do I trust? No, no. Who do I trust? And I don't trust The thing him. That, that I saw on him, he is so stiff that he ends up in an awkward position. Nobody's made any more tackles than Pete Kuharchi. He know the one reason you played, Pete, because I remember it very distinctly, because you were physical. You'd run up the field and knock the shit out of people, and that's what defense is all about. somebody I believe you can of course whether you do or not is is up to you and we're going to help you to try to make that happen because that's the way our organization works a couple of things I'd like to say to you first is you're a fine young man and a, a good kid and you're not a bad football player that's not the reason that, that you're getting waived here I think you have a chance to play somewhere and you've been a good kid and we try to help those young men that that are good kids, and of course you, you are that. And you're a fine young man, and, uh, and I hope things work out for you, and I know they will. Okay. okay. You got your degree? No, I don't. That's something. That That's I'm the first thing you need to do. Yeah. Like they say, fear is a great motivator. It's amazing how hard guys can work when their jobs are on the line.
harder. Push out harder. Pull back. Go hard. All the way up. Photo day. Everyone likes to be in the team picture. It gives you something to put on the mantle. And it means you made the ball club. It also means that training camp is over and it's time to get ready for the season. For Chuck Pitcock, fun-loving lineman for the bandits, it meant a little something more. There's a lot of pressure on us as, as athletes, you know. And for, let's say, you know, not too many people go up to the guy at the grocery store, you know, and say, hey, I want to get your autograph. You're one, you know, I, I look up to you every day, you know, my kids love you and all this. Well, as football players and being in the limelight and being on television, being in movies and all this good stuff, you know, some we have a, a following, you know, and, and children and, and the youth of America at, a, at some point collectively, you know, see something in us that they want to beat. And then there was the bandit's biggest lineman, Nathaniel Newton. As an old running back, I used to look for guys like Nate to hide behind. The only trouble was the bandits figured Big Nate didn't have to be quite as big as he was. And they tried to get him to shed a few pounds. Hard day to day, boy. Every week, Big Nate had to weigh in. For every pound, he weighed over 300, and it would cost him $10. Stay on that, stay on that, stay on that. I made it, dude. I'm trim today. 65 next week. Oh, man! I gotta eat lunch, coach. 65 next week. Hey! You make it pretty, don't worry about it. All right, here we go, John. I'm ready. What was, what was born? Did you get it? 200 for John. All right, we're waiting for the one and only. Where's he at? Hey, Pitt, have you seen Nate? He was like 295 in the offseason, and then Christmas hit him. <laughs> he gained about 20 pounds. Where's Big Nate? Is he on his way? 124. Gotta watch it. You're on that scale, Nate. We're waiting for you. What is it? Woo! 126. <laughs> no, I was eating more, more than that. Take your foot off that scale, Leslie. Oh, don't, that scared me too, Leslie. <laughs> I'm All right, Nate, we're waiting on you. Last one. Kill it, Nate. 
He's awesome. Think lean. Think lean. 313. That's a 313. What is your. 312. You know it's right. No, 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 Okay, stand in your formation. <clears throat> Relax. Be your beautiful self. Smile. Brenda, I really think I'm going to have to cut you. Your style is coming, coming along, and you're, you're gaining confidence as you go along. But what I'm talking about is like your arms are here, and everybody else is doing the big days, and you do the punch, it's got to be harder. Okay? Got to practice on it? Please, yes. She's a doll. <laughs> See, she offers to help on the sides. Okay. Captains, did you all go over the cheers with them? I don't have time. Yes, Debbie. Anybody and everybody that y'all know, get them to go to the game. We need lots of support and we need to be up and making good decisions. I think the main thing that you all need to remember is that remember that whenever we are performing at a game, that you're not fooling those people at all. It has to be for real. What you do is for real. Finally, opening night for Bandicoot. Loud, clear, decisive, whatever you call, can't be wrong. Normally, if you get one of those quick motions like that, then you just say, switch Charlie, because that back ain't going The switch call ain't going to shift to him. Come on now, Jeff. All right, Zachariah. Let's go, buddy. Let's go, Mike. Let's have a good one, buddy. A.B., let's go, buddy. Let's go, Jerry. Let's stay down there, guys. Let's stay. Spencey. Late. Let's go now. Late and late. Play smart. Play Jolene. Smart. Let's go now. Ricky. Let's go, Bunny. All right, Gary. Jack is gonna kill me because I know how to do playing five. You just have to show me. She's done. I know. I know. And it's, I mean, it's like the third practice, and she's like, Karen. Well, <laughs> it's time. <laughs> She changes playing five every week, right? Four, six, seven, eight. Wait a minute. Look front here. Oh, then you go. Oh, okay. See, I'm gonna get in her corner. I'm gonna fuck up. She's gonna be like, Karen, do we have to draw you a map? I'm gonna be like, no. All right, what we gonna play tonight? What? Let's go. Introducing. That was all.
Tampa Bay Bandits. Bandit ball is back on the air. Good evening and welcome to the start of this third spring season as John Bassett's Bandits get set to tee it up. And all eyes are on Eric E.T. Trevelyan, the fans' favorite. He's trying to come back from that crippling foot injury. Let's go! Let's go! A big crowd, well in excess of 40,000, is on hand tonight. And the Bandits are heavy favorites. Down! Round 90! Round 90! Hut, hut! There he is, John. There he is. He's got it. Add him, baby. All right, here we go. Let's go play. Keep him down there. Come on. Let's go. That's our best ball. That's our best shot. Sunday afternoon like we normally do. So uh, don't get in any trouble tonight, and we'll see y'all tomorrow. Check with your coaches before you leave. Now, I've known some tough film critics, but these guys review them forward and backwards. AJ, AJ's going to, he's going up. Pull back, all right? Let's go double salad blitz. Combination of, combination of wheel steamer, right? Of course, no film holds everyone's attention. When the linemen need a diversion, it was time for a little walk football. And in case you were wondering, they just made up the rules as they went along. No, you can't do this. You can't run. You gotta walk. That's why it's called walk touch.
Listen up. He's got something real important he needs to talk to us about. I've been uh, speaking with Mr. Bassett, and uh, I'm talking to you today to clear the air on something that's very important to our team. Um, as some of you know his condition, some of you don't, I'd like to explain, and I think it'll be uh, important as a team. Well, I came to just get a medical. The doctor gave me the medical. He said I was healthy as hell. And he said, uh, by the way, he said, uh, I think I'll send you to get a CAT scan. That's about 10 to 1 there'll be anything. No, not 10 to 1, 20 to 1. Bang, came up. This is kind of an insidious sort of thing. And then you get something out of your head. Something the matter with a car, you go in, they check the thing, they fix a wire, they do this, that, the other thing. The brain, it's not that way. Geez, you go in, it seems to. I don't know. I'm not a goddamn doctor. About five weeks ago, um, Mr. Bassett uh, was very ill. And uh, he went to Toronto for tests. And while in Toronto, uh, it was discovered that he had uh, two brain tumors. He has subsequently had radiation treatment on those brain tumors. This is your last one. Yeah, I know. For a while, maybe. I don't know. Oh. People come back sometimes, don't they? I mean, if... Sometimes. That's up to the doctors. Two big blasts already. Give me a big one today. It's the third one. And they take a look at it in two or three months and see if it worked or not. How come I haven't lost my hair yet? It usually takes two weeks, Mr. Bassett. It's been two weeks. This is two weeks. Yeah, well, two weeks after we have finished. After you've finished? All of the treatments. He uh, feels that uh, he doesn't want any sympathy. And uh, he wants us as a team to treat him the same way. He wants us to encourage him and to support him. And the ones that know Mr. Bassett know that he's a fighter and that uh, he's going to challenge this the way it should be challenged. Ladies, thank you. Okay. I'm going to ask John Reeves to pray for Mr. Bassett and maybe we can all join in. Father, as a team, we unite our faith. In a prayer of faith for John Bassett, that you would heal him, Lord. That with long life will you satisfy him and show him your salvation, Lord God. Amen. You know, some guy's telling you to go to California. Some guy's telling you to go to Montreal. Some guy's telling you to eat carrots. Somebody else is telling you to eat 10,000 vitamin C's every 15 minutes. Somebody else is telling you to have a radiation treatment. Somebody else is telling you to get out of your businesses and remove the pressure. Somebody else is telling you the studies show that the angrier you are, the better your chance to recover. Nobody knows. generally will lead to this and so far you've done just that for the most part we've had few errors a couple of little minor breakdowns but overall extremely good they're hooping and hollering over there a little bit 
They're hooping and hollering more than we are. I don't know what that means. I've seen it not mean anything, and I've seen it mean things. So that's, that's immaterial as far as I'm concerned. It's, it's how we go out there and play. But we're, we're a better football team than these guys. It would be a shame to come up here and let those guys beat us just because maybe they wanted it a little bit more than us. You know, getting after their ass real good. That's what we got to do to win the game. So let's start getting excited. We got a chance to show bandit ball to the whole country. Great opportunity for us, man. Great opportunity to go out there and have some fun today, okay? All right, let's get going. All right, get after it. All right, we're going to play 60 minutes away. At quarterback, number seven from Florida, John Reed. Second Corinthians 3.18. Beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit. Is that right? Yeah. Well, we all know about John's testimony. Well, he was addicted to alcohol and to drugs and... Uh, you know, came close to killing himself, and then his whole life was turned around. I could sense from the very beginning when I started using drugs that uh, there was something really wrong with it because I couldn't quit every day. I woke up and got high, and I began to get in trouble, car wrecks, fights, and uh, there were affidavits filed against me to have me committed, claiming I was insane. I was strung out on drugs and needed to be committed for observation. Head coach Steve Spurrier and the rest of your Tampa Bay Bandits. I had shakes and fears and, you know, I'd be up at 6 a.m. in the morning, just couldn't sleep and just going cuckoo out of my mind and I'd cry out to God, please just let me get to sleep. I won't do it tomorrow. And finally I'd have some peace and get to get to sleep but then the next day I'd get right back out and start to go over to find a pusher somewhere to tell me some more here I was snorting you know a quarter ounce or, or sometimes eighth of an ounce of cocaine a day and taking two or three quaaludes and drinking at the same time it's amazing that I'm alive but uh, God had mercy on me had and kept me alive and uh, for a purpose I think to let other people know there's hope Having John Bassett around, considering his condition, was an inspiration to the Bandits, and the team was playing better than ever. I was amazed at how well the guys had pulled together. As far as I was concerned, we were as good as anybody in the USFL. But by mid-season, there was yet another concern, the future of the league. Who was one of the founders of this USFL? The man has knows something about putting football teams and football leagues together. John, I know that you have been a quite outspoken advocate of maintaining a springtime schedule for the USFL. Yes, I have, and I think we have the players. I think we have the product, and I believe that we have the season. And uh, you know, I've, I've never felt better about the league than I do right now. Great. How's your back swing? My back swing is bad. <laughs> but I look forward to playing with you. All right, John, nice to see you. Thank you so All much. Best wishes for you. Thank you so much, my friend. John Bassett, the principal owner of the Tampa Bay Bandits. Believing for a miracle for Mr. Bassett, you know, that he'll be completely healed and have a long life, and uh, we prayed about that. One of the um, questions in this uh, study guide is how Christians suffer. And uh, the question keeps coming back to me is how can a football player suffer?
that's a big league play there. Bandits were in first place now, and John Reeves made no secret of how much he was enjoying it. Meanwhile, the linemen were having their own private celebration. Sandwiches. I want one whole can. 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 You got three burgers ahead of everybody else. Cool, 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 he can't make it. I'm getting that hot dog down first. I can, oh, I Pitt, I can do that, no problem. Well, go ahead and do it. Dog. Right here. Dog. 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 Oh. His mama had to rent another baby to take to church. <laughs> oh, no, man. He's so ugly, make a train take a dirt road. Uh -uh. Oh, no. <laughs> Peacock was so pitiful when he was a kid, they tied a bone around his neck so the dog would play with him. Uh, you were so ugly, they set you in the corner and fed you with a slingshot. What a piece Running by him with the wind off his back, I ain't knocked him down. He's soft. You hear what he had? Before practice. He had tater tots from Burger King with three scrambled eggs with sausage sandwiches, croissants, with a half a gallon of milk. Now he's gonna go way in after this. He says, the other day was his big thing was, I'm gonna do whatever it takes, we're gonna do whatever it takes to be a winner. I said, well, if it takes to eat half a Burger King, that's what it takes. Here you go. Three twenty-eight. Three twenty-eight. Damn. Three twenty-eight. Heavy as all year. Number ten of those, I'ma check, man. Three eighteen last week. Ten pounds. I can make it with whatever I want. Except under over, I can make it with anything over. Yeah, I know you. Under, I can't get under. Five weather. The high will be in the low nineties and nothing but blue skies all day. And in sports, after yesterday's win, the Bandits are in first place with a record of seven wins and three losses. And tomorrow morning, we're going to be talking to quarterback him? John Sports Reed. Illustrated. Oh. 
magazine. say, what take you so long? But, uh... The magazine uh, wants to do a story on the bandits. They're leading the league at this point. On one side, you've got John Bassett talking about seceding from the league, leaving. You guys don't know if you're going to even be playing next year. You've also got John Bassett. You don't even you don't even know if your owner's going to be alive. Uh, you know, basically the word was that he uh, he had a bad cold or something. I said, "How's your how you been feeling out here? You've been under the weather a little bit. Flu bug or cold got you?" And he said, "No, I got two brain tumors." I said, "Really?" Well, those things, yeah, they, those things happen to anybody. They don't. They don't pick you out by who you are or how much money you got or how good a life you've lived. Well, they say you got six, you know, they say you got six months to two years. That's what they told me. That's a, you know, that ain't much time on one hand, but it's a lot of time on the other hand. And I can be wrong. I got a lot of friends, and since the word is good, I must have got calls from all my buddies, and all they're doing is telling you about all their friends that are headed elected. If you knew John, you weren't surprised to see him still out there stalking the sidelines. You see, John only knew one way to live life to the fullest. To him, every Bandits game was a major event. I was on him like a blanket that time. Great play, coach. Amen. Come on in there, Willie. Off first down, Bradley wants to throw. Yeah, yeah. Pressure coming by Alonzo Johnson. He'll be To John, putting out a football team wasn't enough. Bandit ball was a three-ring circus, and John Bassett was the ringmaster. I bet my daughter, Carla, you know, the tennis player, I said, honey, bet you 10 bucks we score. Well, how much was there 47 seconds left? She says, I can't bet. I says, why not? She says, I can't bet against the bandits. I said, that's right, that's great. Well, I'll give you 10 bucks because we're going to score. Two plays later. Just word from Mr. John Bassett. He says, go on it, give it away. So here we go. A million dollar Monday night madness. Where's Mr. Bassett? He's right over here. John Bassett. Here you go. So somebody here tonight is going to become a millionaire. And we're going to find out where that millionaire is sitting right now. The biggest all right, you got to keep the pressure on them, man. I'll guarantee you they're coming after us this next half. Some millionaire up there. That possible blue 30, 90s, possible 89. Now, don't move till you hear the blue and the red. Seat number 15, you He's paying off, but we got to do it another half. Before we start the second half, this man won a million dollars. What are you going to do with the money on his bird annuity basis? I have no idea. 
Well, everybody here says you owe him one. And here comes the man who just made you a one millionaire. Can I get a loan? John Masters. He wants a loan already. 60-some thousand came that night to see the bandits. At least in Tampa, spring football was a smash. Bandit left, 87, Z. Hey, John! 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 Dropping back to throw on third and long is Reeves under pressure, throws toward the end zone. Ball is bad, it's picked up by Trevelyan. Bandit ball is more of a front than reality. It's something you see Saturday night, Sunday afternoon, on TV, at the stadium. It's not so much what goes on behind the scenes. Bandit ball supposed to be a concern for everybody across the board, helping one another out. I don't know, I wouldn't say dissension, but it's like an uneasiness. It's like an uneasiness because you can turn from a hero today to the goat tomorrow to back to the hero, but you're the same person. Samuels is here to see the trainer. Thank you. I think it's just too much. I think it's just too much work, too much worrying about things that aren't worth worrying about. Well, I'm the smell of roses. I'm not going to do what I don't want to do. Screw it. Start thinking about, you know, my family and myself. Nobody said get your butt out there and play. Nobody said you got to play. Everything was on you. No one forced you in those games. Tony, do you think you can play? Yes, I have to play because I have to get a job. I want to play. I'm good enough to play. Okay, I want you to wear this pad so that we can give you a little protection. Fine with me, and you played. Now, am I to blame because you wanted to play and you played? I'm not. I'm not. I'm Who not pushed you over to, the cliff? Not me. I'm not me. trying to place any blame, but I mean, but yes, you said you are. You're very blameful. You know, you trying to tell me that I'm trying to take something from somebody for what? I don't look. I don't like being in pain. You think I like? Holding my arm, walking around, people looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm holding my arm close to my body. Hell, I don't like that. And then you sit here and tell me that to me it seemed like you trying to you trying to get something. Bullshit. The only thing I'm trying to do is find out what the hell happened to my shoulder and why it's taking so long to get the damn thing settled. Okay. Don't leave, Tony. Let's, let's talk This knot here is a calcium deposit that formed over it. This bone here is fused on top of the other one, mm -hmm. where, you know, it's giving me a lot of pain. And you can see the difference between the left shoulder and the right shoulder. Mm -hmm. And they virtually telling me that I, and there's nothing wrong with me. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, I need my money, man. I, I mean, I would have been working if, if my arm wouldn't have been fucked up. Right. And I and I got bills to pay, man. I can't afford to sit on my ass and, and they sitting around dilly dabbing with their thumbs up their behind and I can't get my money from them. They trying to avoid it right here. But man, they owe you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your shoulder fucked up. 
I, I tell you what, Fred. Yeah. If I got a degree, I could be working somewhere right now. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, that. I can't go on somebody's job holding my arm like this, and I got to take pain pills, you know, for the pain. Ain't nobody gonna hire you like that, huh? Yeah. Shit, you walk them down, you hold on like this here. Yeah. 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 Uh, check with me later. I call you. Yeah. Don't know me. And but I can't get my money from the bandits. Contact Mr. Bassett. I think Mr. Bassett talked to him. I think Mr. Bassett tried to be a fair man about it. Hey, you went out there, man. You tore your shoulder up, busted your shoulder up, man. And that's only the right thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Just give you a contract. You know, I don't think that's asking too much. We got the other x-ray done? We just took it. Where? St. Joe's Hospital. And what's it show? There's no fracture. He has some old trauma to that area. Well, he's That means it could have happened before he came to us or since or any, anything? Yeah. So, so you're a veteran. You're a vet. Yes. You're a veteran in the league. Right. Right. And and he hasn't been doing the treatment since he's been what? Got a request. Opinion. He got a second opinion. Didn't follow the request of our doctor. So he has not been receiving treatment at all. Okay. So it's kind of hazy. And what's his salary? Uh, Thirty thousand. Thirty thousand. And we're going to give you. Well, I got. Uh, you I got, got a lot of bills too. You got a lot, how many bills you got? Uh, I need at least five thousand. Fine. Give him five thousand dollars and give him a thousand dollars a week for ten weeks, and you get better and see if you can't make a team in this league. Next 15, year. Is that okay? Fifteen. The settlement is fifteen thousand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. All right. You need. I was gonna give you a thousand dollars a week for five weeks. Okay. Drop all the union baloney. Look after him, make him so that he has an opportunity to play next year. Give him five grand a day. Add in a thousand dollars a week for ten weeks. Is that okay? All right. Thanks a lot. Thank, Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Put him under our doctors. Treat him as if he's one of our players. If you got any more problems or any more bullshit, come see me. Okay? Life is very simple. You know, that's my favorite thing. Life is very simple. People just complicate the shit out of it. Just listen up a second back here, okay? That half's history. Some guys played great, some probably didn't play so good. Doesn't matter. One point ball game, so it's anybody's game right now. Everybody give it your best shot now, okay? Let's go out there and have some fun. When you pushed it, push the kneecap back. It was like killing me right in there. I'm telling y'all, y'all don't have to believe me. Something's the matter with it. The guy did not hit me there. He hit me up top. It ain't. He didn't hit it. He didn't kick it. He didn't do anything to bruise it. That hurts on the inside, right? Where you, the whole thing is is numb. It feels like I can't move the thing. No ring no huddle. Orbit, you know we ain't never run it worth a shit against these guys. Right, you're right. Well, God, don't be so shaky. Shit, play the game. Fuck. You start wanting to run the ball, I'm putting him in. Take it easy, Chris. Eric Trevelyan had been an all-league receiver and the Bandits' most popular player. But this season, he seemed distracted, unhappy even. Now he had himself a knee injury, the worst kind of nightmare for a guy who makes his living catching a football. was a young guy, it really wasn't a good hit. You know, if he had drilled me or something like that, then fine, but 
You never want to make somebody else's name for them. But he's the rookie guy getting paid big money, and it's like, well, yeah, I'm the guy that knocked E.T. out of the game. Going out there, looking back on the field and listening to the crowd and the crowd harassing me and this, that, and the other. I don't know, I'm kind of, I wouldn't say pissed off at the whole situation. Just more like, well, my day's coming again. My day's coming again. Overnight, but he probably sprained the knee again. What about Gillespie? When's he coming home? Lake, Lake Yards. Third and five. I want to go bandit left. Now starting to snap off the ball a little better. Gillespie will be full go for another two, three weeks. Oh, that's bullshit. Got a torn muscle in there, John. All these assholes tearing muscles. Why the hell don't we stretch them properly? We are. You bullshit we are. It's a long walk off that field when you lose, let me tell you. Worse still, this would be the last time John Bassett would be at a Bandits game. John's condition was growing more serious, and he was going back to Toronto for more treatments. The Bandits were going to have to stay in the race without John Bassett on the sidelines. John Bassett and have a few things to report to you on the contract. Dollar-wise, we're talking about $1.6 over the course of the contract, which should stand you real well with uh, everybody else. You should be right on the top in the league. How was he looking? Goes. What was his status on his health? Because we've been hearing reports as, you know, he's sick, he's well, he doesn't know if he's going to live, or how does, is there any anything in the contract that says if we sign this today and something happens to him tomorrow that it's valid or the league folds you know some way down the line because of his health or his you know leadership or whatever well he looked pretty good today eric he had seemed in pretty good spirits and was ready to go we did discuss his health a little bit and i don't really even know if he knows for sure
right through his damn hands. Oh, I don't know why. Why the hell can't he catch the damn ball, Coach? Pierce don't even want to play. Pass intended for Eric Covidian. He's just a little high. I don't know why he didn't try for it. Next time he don't try for one. He's a son of a bitch. I've never seen any. Get him out. You gonna come back out and play with us or what? Fuck no, I tried to do that just then. Fucking Jim. Fuck no, I told him that shit was hurt two weeks ago. You get no fucking treatment. They think I'm bullshit. Talk about Eric Cavillian. He's kind of a pain in the ass. I think he's got a self. I don't think he lives in the real world. He's an excellent football player. Uh, he's a naive young man. He hasn't come to terms with what life is all about yet. You know, he's got a lot of passion in him, which is commendable, but, you know, he'll grow up. He could play. He doesn't want to play. He should play. He shouldn't play. He's preoccupied with his own personal future. He's getting bad counsel from um, people. Well, basically, I've asked a trainer, uh, you know, several times, and the doctor, just tell me, can he play or can he play? That's all I want to know. If he's physically able to play, then he's going to play. If, uh, if he's not, just tell me he can't play. And they say, well, he can do as much as he can, but if his knee starts bothering him, you should pull him out. You know, some guys can play with a little fluid in the knee, and some other guys... Say, you know, hey, coach, it bothers me a little bit. So if he's got fluid in his knee, you know, we might as well play the guys who are healthy because they're excellent players also. Now, he is supposed to be ready to play this week. Number 64 from Tulane, Chuck Hitchcock. And right guard, number 61 from Florida A&M, Nathaniel Newton. I'm definitely going to take care of my own future, and I'm looking to what they use a phrase to CYA cover your ass so um, I'm definitely covering mine as far as looking at uh, the potential of jumping down the line and keeping contacts open with the other league because um, you never know hut, hut. the rest of the bandits meanwhile were just thinking about winning a football game without John Bassett around the bandits had lost a little swagger it was important to win one before they slid too far Bandits had already lost to the New Jersey Generals once this season, so this had become kind of a grudge match. Buddy, fight them, man. They got them mixed. What the hell's going on over there? You gotta be shitting me, you son of a...
Damn this thing out of Come on out and catch a couple TVs this week. Nah, I can't come out this week. Next I gotta week. have a note from my mom. I think we can make room for you back on the roster. Yeah. Maybe I'll slip me into the wire. Yeah. <laughs> the guy is a cripple. I'm under the close scrutiny of Jim Russ as far as rehabilitation. Jim is virtually a slave driver when it comes to rehabilitating. I've been here since 6 o'clock this morning. Oh, rehab. you ain't been here in two months. This is the first time I've seen you since you got injured, man. That's been three weeks ago. I said, what happened to your tea? You don't even come around and say hello or nothing. No, I'm not here working out. Oh, I'm telling you, man. man. You drinking beer and watching the women aerobicize and shit. Aerobicize? Well, that's good for the mental state, though, see? I can be mentally ready to play. The game of football is a funny game, you know. Uh, once you're hurt and you can't help a football team, that goes from college to high school to college to the professional leagues, you are, you become nothing. And they, they, like they say back in the old days, you're a piece of meat. Man, you can really believe that. Believe that, because that's how it is in football. Shake it up on the play, number 51, Kelly Kirchbaum. Get kicked, get hit in the back, hit in the ribs. They punch, they gouge, they hit you, they dive at your knees. You just got to be able to take it. They deliver a heavy blow, but I've been around enough now that they have to kick my ass. <laughs> oh, man. But this isn't good. I don't like my men being on the field without me. Without me. When a team's on a losing streak, the last thing it needs is a rash of injuries. But somehow in football, that's usually how it seems to work. stupid, don't do anything irrational, and that includes getting in a punching contest with a bunch of cheap assholes over there, which is what they are. They got the class of a snake. That ought to piss you off. I don't know how many of you saw it. McClellan's trying to help the damn guy out, keep him from falling over backward in a pile, and somebody turns around and punches him in the goddamn face. Bloodies his damn nose. 
I don't know about you, if you fuckers got any fight in you, that'd piss me off and go out there and whip somebody's ass between the whistles. And when the game's over, if they want to play rah-rah, we'll point to the scoreboard, we'll load up the bus, we'll go drink some beer and celebrate. Okay? Good enough? that's got to crawl our way back to try to get in this thing. They dominated our ass out there tonight. And we helped them. We coughed the ball up, just played pitiful. And, uh, you know, shit. If there's one guy in this room that didn't screw something up at one time or another during the course of the day yesterday, in some phase <coughs> of the game, stand up. We'll give you a round of applause. Anybody? Shit, I'm going to sit down because I probably screwed something up too. The point is, everybody screwed something up. Somebody did something wrong. So we're all guilty. It was a team loss, and we stunk up the place throughout the afternoon. Now, if you're hurt, sometimes that happens. But if you're hurt because your body will not withstand pro football on a week-to-week -week basis, then that's the same as not having enough ability. Get this thing turned around. The bandits were getting a little desperate after three losses in a row. Athletes can be rather superstitious, you know. And there's no telling what a fellow might do to try to turn things around. Well, I'm not a professional, but, you know. I know that's right. Man, them clippers ought to break down about right now. <laughs> Hold on, baby. You know, something good happened to me today, man. You know that? You remember Coach George just coming every week, you know, getting $10 a pound, weighing me, man. You have everything over 300 man. Hey, man, Coach Spurrier called me in his office today and, like, said, yo, no more fines, man. You talking about, hey. I know you was happy to hear that. I was happy. Baby. Give me a kiss, baby. Golly. Hey man, give me a piece of pizza, man. I'm ready. Give me a big slide. Okay, you won't, man. Hey, no, plain, all up, yeah. All right. Oh, oh you gonna celebrate now? Took almost two thousand dollars from me, home. Huh? Bet that'll buy a whole lot of pizza. Uh, uh, it might buy the friends and business ain't fit, huh? <laughs> ah, Most of you guys know uh, Mr. Bassett's been quite ill and so forth, hadn't been around for four or five weeks, and Ralph Campbell's running the, the show over there now well, with Abbott. Most of you know these two guys, so I'll turn it over to Ralph now, and maybe he can fill us in on a few things. Thank you, Steve. John Bassett's health is uh, certainly worse than we, we would like for it to be. He probably won't be down here for quite some time. He's undergoing uh, various treatments uh, to see if uh, 
he can take care of his problem and, and hopefully he can. We will do everything we can to keep this franchise as a unit in Tampa. As far as the decision is, whatever decision we end up making, of course, we'll have his input completely. I, don't misunderstand me. But under the treatments that he's going through, there are days when he's just, he's just out of it, uh, unfortunately. He's so doped up, he, he really he can't even make a decision. He can't talk to you. They put you on drugs. They've done what they can do. You wait for three months and see whether it was fixed or whether it wasn't fixed. And either have an operation or you don't have an operation. That's the way it is now. It's a little less than 50-50. Steve, have you had much contact with John Bassett lately? He's keeping up with us, pulling force. And, uh... You know, he's, he's up there going under, uh, taking those treatments or what have you, and really has no plans probably being down here uh, the rest of this season. At times, it was tough for the bandits to think about playing football with all the other things they had to worry about. People were making plenty of excuses for them. John Bassett's illness, the injuries, the instability of the franchise. And some people were saying they just weren't that good a team. But if you're a football player, that's the time you most want to play well, to prove them all wrong. Because you don't know what's next week or next year, but we know what's today, and we know what's coming up, and we can be the champs of this league and have us something to remember forever and ever, man. And I've never been a fucking champion. And I want to be a fucking champion so bad. I really do, man. Hey, 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 Ain't no two ways about it. It's that win. It's that win. Well, we didn't need that doggone holder. No, I think, Coach. He tripped his ass. Fuck, if we knew how to play by the fucking rules, we wouldn't have these problems. Head, get up on him. Back it up, Fucking back it up. Attack the motherfucker, head. Coach, I can't take no more of You're backing up. Pull back, move. Get in there. Hurry. Come on, John. Attack the fucking ball.
Well, okay. Relax. There's a lot of time left. A lot of well, time. Got a lot of time. Let's go. Let's go. Hush. Come on. Hey, that's not the end of the field. The game is nine minutes left. of the pack and their playoff hopes are in jeopardy now. Okay, everybody. Hey, we all know we stink. They're over there laughing and giggling at your ass right now. Jeff George and Wilford Morton has knocked the shit out of our kickoff return, guys, because some of you bastards just let him run right by you. I tell you what, you guys used to have a little pride on this team, but God, I don't know what's happened to you. I can get your ass beat and nobody's even pissed off out there on the sideline. I don't know. You guys should talk about it. Boy, you better pull together. Somebody's got to. Hey, y'all got to get together somehow, man. We're gonna try to. We're gonna try to salvage this thing, man. It ain't all over yet. We're gonna learn how to play football. Yeah, right. Defensive, you got to stop people for us to do that. Sometimes he don't, sometimes he makes the field goal, sometimes he don't. Right? Sometimes quarterback picks this guy, sometimes he picks that guy. If it don't work out, it don't work out. Fight with John. He's over there running like he's complaining. Comes game time, he don't show up. Man, what the hell's wrong with him? If you want to get the most out of me, you got to deal with me up front. You know, because if you push somebody to the wall and they've got their back against the wall, they're just going to come out swinging. Uh, Phil. Phil, for you. Right. 
right? But no, he'll be I'm back, like man. Just believing in that. But I'm saying that something got to be done. Yeah. Something got to be done. He ain't with us, man. Right. But he going to be with us, man. Believe in it, man. He'll come I back. I believe. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Right. I seen the guy play. I know what he can do. And right. I know what he ain't doing now. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's why I know he ain't the same now. Go talk to Pitt. Go talk to John Reeves. Those guys are a bunch hold of winners. Up, hold up. Ride with the winners. I'm a loser. I'm not a team player. Hey, man. Right? You know what I mean? If he comes back, we go all the way. That's right. You're right. He could be the difference between us being a champion and being a loser. Or also ready. Right. I didn't have to pick. You said it. Alright. But you know what I mean is. I think Don't worry we're about a different it, team if you're healthy and playing good with us. Don't worry about it, Pity. Well, you know, fighting with John ain't gonna get it, man. Pity. What goes on between me and John is none of your business. It is, because it hurts the team, man. No, if it you ain't. can't deal with that, then you're wrong. No, it ain't. You know why? That's a grown man, I'm a grown man. No, we're talking about football have... team. Wait, wait, what y'all do outside the team is two different we things. We can slug it out. I'm gonna line up to catch the pass and he lines up to throw the pass. That ain't none of your business. Have you been getting your lookout blocks? Have you been doing that? That's your business. You worry about job one, Pity. Hey man, you're a fucked up dude sometimes, man. Hey, you know you're something? You're fucking wrong. Cause let me you tell you something. something. I'm out there every fucking day practicing and playing my ass off. Then you ain't got if nothing I to say to me. If I get beat, that's one fucking thing. Then you ain't got nothing to say to me. Then you ain't got nothing to say to me. Then I got a lot to say to me. You ain't got shit to say to me. Come on, man. Why you use all these excuses? What do you want to do? Why you want to use these excuses? What do you want to do? I don't want to do nothing. Then shut up. You shut up. You did it. I asked you a question. What do you want to do? That's what I asked you. You wanna go downtown? Hey, go downtown. Bring it, don't send it. I've been downtown before, brother. Hey, you know something? You wanna go downtown? Don't it's on you, man. Don't take a shot. It's on you. Bring it, don't send it, Pity. Don't stand there and let him suck on Hey, shot. I ain't gonna suck don't you, Pity. I'm gonna telegraph it. Hey, you know something? You've been doing quite well without me. Now word travels like brush fire around the football team. And when Steve Spurrier heard about the confrontation between Trevelyan and Pitcock, he kicked E.T. off the team. Now that's a pretty drastic decision. But the way the coach figured, if he didn't want to play for the bandits, he might as well let him go. As it turned out, it kind of broke the tension at a time when spirits were sagging a little bit. The bandits had lost four in a row, but there was still a chance to salvage something from the season. Heading into the last game in Tampa, they felt like they owed a little something to John Bassett. Because even if they never played another down of football, he'd given them some precious moments. Like the time he took all the linemen out to a dinner they'd never forget. I want three lobsters, two steaks, two bottles of Don Perignon, and two beautiful crab legs. <laughs> I'm going down. Oh, man. All the way back. One, two, three, four. All right. Mm -hmm. I got gotcha. you. That's it. Boy, look at y'all. Cut up with something new every day. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Hey! Now, button up and pull it down. And... This locker room was a little bit different than most. Quiet as a church, for one thing. The bandits realized they could still make the playoffs. And a win would prove a lot to their fans. To John Bassett and to themselves. This is the game where the coach says, play it like it's the last football game you'll ever play in your life.
You can take your tie off too if you want. We want to end up number one and number one and number one all the way through. Would you care for something? Thank you. Toast. Toast. Kick their ass cause we a bunch of bad Tampa Bay Bandits member jealous. The lobster later after I finish with this. He says to take it with freshness, squeeze, grapefruit. Straight gin is close. That's close enough. That's close enough. Two hours. You're a fuck, man. Ain't that? Clap me on the back. Beat him like a rag. That time. We have three of them. I gotta make a little toast. 
Quiet, guys. I make a little toast. To the king of the eaters who wasn't here last year, Newt. First thing, Newt. Yes. What is your main purpose in life, would you say? Taste every food that the world has offered at least once. So how successful would you say you've been to this point? Well, about 50% of the goal has been reached. I want to make a toast. No, no. I want to make a toast, guys. Here's a toast. 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 Hey, be quiet, brother. Hey, got toast guys. The trenches there have been absolutely sensational. You never get any bloody publicity. It all goes to John Reeves and Gary Anderson and Boone and Eric Trevelyan. And you guys are the backbone and the heart of the football team. So whatever the price of the bill is tonight, which I'm happy to pay, we're going to flip. I'm going to flip with each one of you. And if you beat me in the flip, you're getting the bonus of the price of the bill. Okay? Yeah. Guys, play some football, some of you guys. In a football game, there's usually a turning point. A play which somehow almost magically reverses the fortunes of the two teams. When the Bandits recovered a fumble early in the second half, you could sense something was about to happen. Now, some folks have referred to this sort of thing as momentum. I prefer to think of it as the Bandits finally getting around to playing like they are. Trailing 7-0. Reeves with a quick center snap. Drops back to throw. Pass protection. Fires. Kurt Brodsky makes yeah. the catch. Maybe there is justice in America. I don't like that. That's the Lord. All right. Look at that. Even. Even. Tail. Head. <laughs> <laughs> Rufus, you're next. Call it, Rufus. He's You got it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Two grand for Rufus. Take a shot. I need it. Okay. 53 semi. Hut, hut. Week this week, I'm saving money. Rufus wants to speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Thank you, Mr. Best, for having me here. Oh, Lord, thank you. He needs a four 
Defense held when they had to, and the Bandits won the game they had to, to earn a spot in the playoffs. This was something no one could ever take away from. You gotta be a team, you gotta be a family, and the only way you can win in football is everybody to be together. I love y'all. The better you play, the better we do, the better your careers are, the better everything is. This is the greatest family in the world. Next to my own and home in Toronto, the greatest family in the world. I love y'all. It's all on. It's got nothing to do with you. It's all on,
It calls for strength and grace. 